Welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. Making new friends is really hard, especially when you've moved to a new place and left really close friends behind. And so on the episode today, we thought we would talk about our own experience of what that has been like and some things that just we have found helpful in building new friendships and how you just hold on to those old ones, but also you start to build some new ones in your new place. Today, I feel like I always start saying that. Today, today, today. today. (laughs) But um, there may be some of you who have moved or are planning to move or are finding your place maybe a year or two into a new location and you are trying to figure out what it means to have friends and what we would refer to as extended family, like Mm -hmm. having family around you, um, especially if you've picked up a move from a place that maybe you really had deep roots there. Um, and we've, we've really been processing this a lot as we have made decisions to stay in London, to renew our visa and things like that. Um, and we just thought we'd share a little bit of what that process has looked like and what we've been talking about and and what we've been through here and what that looks like of creating new friendships. I mean, literally from fresh start, brand new, new. (laughs) new background whatsoever. Um, and I, I, you know, when I think about this i have this picture that will stick with me forever and that is when we left london or sorry left the states for the first time um we had friends we had one of our mentors and we had two um uh well i guess we had three close friends that came to the airport um and in the airport that we were in when you walk through security and then you're going into where you will actually you know the departures are and everything there's this big glass window area that the people can stand there and wave to you when you get to that part. And they were all, I'm going to try not to get choked up. Yikes. I wasn't expecting that. Um, <laughs> they were all standing there. Oof, I am getting choked up. Um, they were all standing there like waving at our family as we were leaving. And yeah, it was, I remember thinking like, will we ever find friends like that again? Um, mm. Because they are some of our like closest, closest friends. Yeah. And then um, I would say no. No, because we won't because those... we can't replace them, yeah, and they exactly. aren't. Re- we are still so close with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks so. very different because we're not doing like day to day life really close in the same place. We're in a different country, yeah. all that stuff. Um, but, but they will always be considered our yeah. best friends, and, and they won't be replaced. No, no, exactly. But I do remember that panic yeah. attack, like, oh my gosh, what have we just done? Like, this is not only gut wrenching. To move far away from them but like will we ever have that again and like pat said we are not saying we're replacing them because that's those of you that you not, know who you are that yeah. is not the case whatsoever yeah um, we wish if we had could have our dream yeah <laughs> yeah we wish that You're we could take here. you guys and you yeah. could just move here that would be yep. great find mm-hmm. some availability on our street yeah. um and, i think and actually all everything is solved. i think you should just do it 
I so, see why not. So we'll contact you and let you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll be talking you. to you guys yeah. about that. We I think we already say that to you very often. So, mm-hmm. But in that, having that and then setting your, plopping yourself down in a city. And this would be pretty much, I mean, it's going to be different where you leave, leave, where you leave compared to where you live. Um, because cultures are going to be different. Even within like, if you are in the States and listening or you're in the UK and you move from like London to oh, gosh. Cornwall, the cultures there are going to be different. You know, uh-huh. if you are moving from uh, Indiana to New York City Vastly or different. vice versa, turning yeah. around the other way, cultures are different. Yeah. Um, and so we thought we would just talk about like, yeah, our experience, our experience yeah. and what we have found. We will say that this is still an area that we in many times feel very lonely still. Yeah. Um, but there are some things that we have learned and that, you know, um, you know, as we talk about a couple times, you know, wherever you are on what you believe in your faith and stuff like that, too. We have like seen how God has placed people in our lives here mm-hmm. in London um, that maybe we're not exactly what we were thinking was going to be a typical friendship. And then it's grown so much that there's some of our closest friends and yeah, it may, it's, awesome. it's made us think outside the box too. So, yep. yeah. And this isn't like a five tips for making friends in a new place. This is not no, what this is. No, 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 no. I think it's just, <laughs> it's like, you know, when you, you move away from, you know, whether that's really deep rooted friendships or even like family that lives really close, like what does it look like or how, how could you maybe potentially put yourself out there? to create relationships that kind of feel like that, mm-hmm. that, that create that next step in these new deep rooted relationships. And how do you, how do you do that? And, or at least how we're trying to do that. You know, yes. if our experience can help you in any way, that's what we want to do. So. I mean, if it gives you any idea, like we have been here five years and this is still a process. I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah, it might going away. That's not the right the right phrase but it will grow um and i i think the one thing that we have often come back to when we think of those friends that we're seeing at the window and that have been you know um and there were a couple others that weren't able to make it that day but mm-hmm. um when i think of those friendships like they didn't just happen overnight it's weird right. when you look back you think like oh yeah like that oh, we were just instant friends and stuff like that but sure we may have been like instant friends on a surface yeah. level but like it wasn't deep, deep, deep. And then you also have to think back to on different stages of your life, friendships happen in different ways. And so yeah, for sure. when I think about us being in university, like friendships grow in a different way because you have a lot of time. You have a lot of time to yeah. just hang out and to just be and Sometimes things like that. Sometimes you live next to people yeah, exactly. that you never would have thought of. Or in the same room yeah, or, yeah. you know, in the same house. And, and like, just, yeah. friendships are different in different seasons of life. So depending yeah. where you, when you are listening to this and what season you are in, you know, and even for us too, friendships looked different before we had kids. Um, you know, Definitely. once you have kids, they come with you or you have to find a babysitter. That makes things different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it just changes the dynamics and stuff. Or you're tired and, you know, right. that kind of thing. Yeah. And so different seasons look different so recognizing that we're going to talk from our current season you know obviously but i can remember those but i think it's super important when you move to a new place to actually think back and realize that like those deeper friendships that you have had and that you're not go you're you're leaving in that place they're not going away it did take time yeah they're they're deep for a reason exactly they're deep because there are things that you went through with those people over years, you know? Yes, you can go deep with somebody relatively fast in some ways, but typically 
those types of relationships take years and years and years to, to, to really take root and to really get to certain places that, yeah, that, that mean something so special and so amazing, you know? And so I think, yeah, those, that kind of stuff just takes time. It just takes time. And we have, it's, it's really easy when you jump into a new place and you move to a new place or whatever it is. And you're like, okay, you know, that person, we're going to go that deep right away. That's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. So being reminded that those relationships that you're leaving are potentially leaving in some ways took time to get there. So just to remember that. It's the long haul, right? Yeah. It's not, I think it's so easy and we are, we, I sometimes still feel this way after five years. I'm like, oh, I just want the type of friend and fill in the blank, you know, that, that is whatever the desire that I have in that. Um, and I think it's, it's such a reminder again, like when you, especially when you move to a new place, you're just craving that. Like you feel isolated, you feel lonely. Yeah. You really want that kind of friendship or friends. You want that friends group that just feels easy and it's not a lot of work and things like that. You don't have to clean your house for when they come mm. over things like that, that it's just easy. Um, but it's a reminder that it takes, that takes time. That doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. Um, and some, yeah, it, it just, it, it's part of the moving thing. That's the hardest thing about moving. Yeah. Um, and you, oh, I think we often can think of it like if you ever moved when you were a child and stuff like that, you can mm. remember what that feels like. I think we often discredit that as adults of like how hard I, I, you moved a lot when you were a child, but I only moved like schools once because we moved house. And I remember how gut-wrenching it was to not be with the same kids I had been with since kindergarten um, and that kind of thing. And like we packed up our kids and moved them to a different country and what that <laughs> yeah. was like for their i mean they were all different ages but what that was like for their friendships but then realizing like as adults that's the same for us like we're doing this again and there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on in your mind with that too of like yeah. well i'm not gonna have friends like that again you know i uh, you know that's just you know so there's this weird and especially when you we move to a place where a lot of people feel that exact same way that yeah that's where so they true. have moved from their country or from away from their families and stuff like that and they're living you know they have to get on an airplane yep. to see their family and their friends that they had those deep roots with that um it's interesting because you would think that means people gravitate towards people really quickly right. Right. but i think because we're dealing with so many cultures um that it tends to be everyone's just trying to feel each other out and like i'm not sure exactly what's appropriate here and what's you you like you feel this weird you know i don't know it kind of creates a weird dynamic a little well, bit and and i'm gonna say this and there there's definitely exceptions to the rule but here for us specifically in london it's really in and out for a lot of people where they come for a certain season and then they move again so even trying to potentially think about putting deep roots or deep, you know, building a deep relationship with someone could potentially switch really, really fast. And so some yeah. people, some people mm -hmm. would, would, would tend to then say, well, that prop, that person's probably going to leave soon. So it might not necessarily step further into a relationship with them or, Oh, I've heard people literally say that yeah. they, they have said, I tend to have a lot of friends, but I don't get really close. And that's it's just so hurtful when they that's leave. So hard. That's, that's so, so hard. You know, but it, what, I mean, I think what we have realized is what we, what you, you miss you just, out on exactly. if you do do that, because yeah. while we did have some friends that we only knew them for two years and then they did move on and have left and gone, I mean, they are, and they will be again, they are now part of that, 
group of people that we consider such close friends that they are the mm-hmm. fabric of our lives now. Yeah, exactly. Oh gosh, that sounded like super cheesy. Fabric of our lives. Mm. <laughs> but it's true. Like, Woven you know, together. Exactly. Stop it now. Don't keep going with it. <laughs> oh, now I'm going to start thinking of all kinds of things. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, so don't discredit that. Well, we just said, yes, it does take time. Sometimes you do have a unique situation where you get really close with people because mm-hmm. of your situations or dynamics that you're in or things like that. It just sometimes does click faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking of a couple people in particular that, I mean, it's not the same again. We're not in the same place. It's not as easy to go to dinner or have them to our house and stuff, but like we can get on a Zoom with them and it feels like we've picked back right up oh, where totally. we left off yeah, or yeah. when we do see them next in person and that kind of thing, it will have that feel. So even if you are in a place, because I know there are a lot of cities around the world that are like that, that are more, um, you know, somebody comes specifically Transient for, yeah, say. exactly. Transient. Like someone comes for a specific job for a certain time and they're there for two or five years and they're gone. Um, you know, that kind of, and, and, and that's hard. Um, it is hard, but it does not mean that you should keep a distance from people right. and that kind of thing to prevent that being hard. Because I mean, gosh, if we had done that in any time of our lives, yeah. we would be very lonely. So, I mean, I'm not to say that I haven't done it because I have, well, no, like, right. I've gotten discouraged with relationships and I'm just like, whatever, like, I'm not going to put that effort into it then, <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know? So I- I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm haven't ever done that. I have, I totally have. We had um, an interesting, so ha- hard. We had an interesting thing happened to us when we decided after, cause you know, people would ask us, well, how are you here? And that kind of thing. Cause you know, obviously you have to have visas and things like that. And we would say, oh, well, we have a two-year visa. And people like, oh, okay. And then, then when we made the decision and we came back and said, you know, we're on a different visa, we're, you know, committed to disdain and stuff like that. For a large, I mean, I was actually kind of surprised. For a large group of people, they suddenly were like, oh, oh, that's awesome. And then suddenly something changed in the relationship. Like, it was like they realized we were actually yeah. staying for longer. Yeah. Um, and that just changed a dynamic that I didn't realize was there before that maybe was a bit of, like, what we're talking about, a bit of that, like, standoffish, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to I'm pursue gonna... this because they're only yeah. here for two years. Yeah, exactly. Um, that there was some kind of, like, hidden barrier up mm-hmm. because of that. Um, so that was even – and I thought, oh, gosh, like you were just saying – I thought, oh, have I done that to people too? When they've said, yeah, like, I'm we're sure only I here. I know sure. I have. Yeah, yeah. Um, when they say, we're only here for this long or, mm-hmm. you know, our visa's this long or something like that. Sometimes I do find myself thinking, oh, you know, Brexit was huge too, thinking through all the people that they were like, I'm not sure if we're staying or not right. and things like that. Exactly. Like in the back of my head, I'm sure I thought, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't invite them to dinner because I don't want to get too close to them and then they leave. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you have to sign, somehow find a way to put that aside or yeah. you're missing out on some really awesome opportunities mm-hmm. to have friendships. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think the, the one thing we have found is you just have to put yourself out there. And I'm going to compare it to dating because it feels like that sometimes. Not because you're like, I mean, you don't say to somebody, want to be my friend? I mean, I guess sometimes you could, but that's kind of weird yeah. as an adult to say that. Um, but you do have to, you know, sometimes you have to be the person to go first to see, say, like, you want to grab coffee. You want to go to the, I mean, here yeah. it'd be like, you want to go grab a beer at the pub or, mm-hmm. or you know, if you have kids, an easy one with kids can be like, hey, let's have a play date. And then depending on your kid's age, typically then that involves some kind of interaction with the parents and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so I often sometimes, I found myself a lot for a while and I've gone through seasons of this, just waiting for people to come to me. 
Mm. And that is not always the case. It just doesn't happen in general. And it doesn't mean often sometimes somebody's like, oh, I was thinking the same thing. But like sometimes it just takes you taking the initiative. um, I think I think that's the biggest thing or one of the bigger things that we've learned here is is we are the ones that are going to have to take the first step in a lot of ways. Um, And sometimes you get lucky and someone does it before you. Love when that happens. But like if I feel, you know, um, if I have a feeling like, oh, I feel like I get along with this person and stuff. If I think that and I don't ever act on it and I just sit and wait for them to do that. And then you can often go down. Oh, it's so hard. Like when you are in a new place of, well, I don't, they seem, especially if you start to be with somebody a little bit more, oh, well, they seem to have their group of friends. They seem to be good. Like they don't need another friend or that kind of thing. Or I don't want to ask them to do something because they probably already have plans. Like you go down this whole, you've stopped yourself before you, you, you even initiated. What, what do we always say? Like it, you talk yourself out of it. Well, you talk yourself out of it, but then you create a story in your head. That's oh, exactly. like not even That's true. That's Brown who always says that. Yeah, like story it's in your not head. even true. Or like, they haven't texted me. You know, I had this happen with a friend recently. They haven't texted me back. I guess they don't want to do anything with us and stuff like that. And then, you know, she shared with me, like, I hate texting. I'm so bad at texting. I'm sorry. Like, I actually am sad because we missed out on another opportunity with you last week because I didn't text you back, you know. And in my head, I was like, ah, like something happened. Yeah. They don't want to hang out with us kind of thing that wasn't the case at all yeah and that's so i mean we all again i'm so, i'm sorry that they keep going back to this but like we all again go back to that kid who changed schools or moved and stuff and is trying to make new friends and you you know what that felt like um what's yeah. still in us as adults you know mm-hmm. of overlooking the things and being self-conscious about it or that kind of thing definitely because we just want to have friends yeah right so put yourself out there yeah, I think that's one make, thing we've you, learned. You know, yeah, make make the first step in some ways. <laughs> Again, it feels like dating. Take the first step. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, and I think so, you know, an easy thing we have found to is like finding people with common interests. Yeah. Okay. So I want to go like thinking on this subject. Sorry. Okay. No, no, thinking on this subject of like finding common interests. Like uh-huh. I'm going to take it back to your your school analogy, right? Like you're changing schools. Oh, we're totally going with this, aren't um, we? We're rolling that, with it. That this illustration of that. It's the thread keeping so things together. So for me, so for me growing <laughs> up, right? So I would move there was a there was a season where we w- my brother and I were in a different school like for 3 years in a row. Um in different state too, right? In different states. And so, uh, and so again, this, this idea of common interest for us growing up, right. It was, we, my brother and I played tons of sports. And so that was the way for us to make new friends. And so I'm, you know, again, thinking like this, this school analogy of moving schools or whatever, you know, stepping into these, these things that you're interested in that then, you know, others are going to be interested in like a sport or something like that. Then you start creating bonds and, and, and having conversations with people because, they have that similar interest too. So, so yeah, stepping into similar interests of it's, people. So. And it's, we even, you know, we, again, we observed our children when we moved here and like they were able to yeah. make friends much quicker than we were with the exception of our oldest. So again, that can be, again, personality wise for your children and, you know, like the thing type of things that they do like and what kids typically like at that age and stuff like yeah. that. And so, you know, we had varying degrees of how that how that happened but like for our oldest son for instance the first two years here for him were extremely rough because he 
was number one, he had created this cool group of friends um, in the States that he had been in school with for a couple of years. And there were these like two or three other boys. And they all were just, you know, sometimes there gets a group of kids together and they're all just wired, just exactly alike. And they just clicked. And yeah. it was no effort whatsoever for mm-hmm. those boys. They just, it just was smooth ride. Like they got along. Sure, they might have fought about something here and there, but it was not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then... Zane was thrown into a different culture, a schooling system he didn't understand, um, and then a group of kids you know, that it, had been together for yeah. a really long time that he was now the new kid. And not only the new kid, but the new kid with a strange accent and doesn't understand all right. everything. And all he wanted to do was fit in. All he wanted to do was fit in. And so he was just going after this group of friends that it's not that they were bad kids. It just he didn't have common interest as them. I mean, there were some, some, but not a lot. Again, he wasn't, and we kept saying, like, I, like I think maybe you he know, he was trying, he was trying to, he was trying to be something he wasn't. Yeah, either. that's that was the more of the thing that you know he recognized as we continued to to walk with him in it is like he realized that he was trying to be a type of person that he wasn't, and I think as he realized that, that's when some other friendships started to to shake out and to to pop up. Because it was like, oh, well, actually, this friend right here, he actually, like, gets me because he's interested in that thing that I'm interested in. And so they start to create these common things that they can relate on, which then creates, com- con- excuse me, conversation and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And now he's in this group of friends that feels very much like he we were when we he were found, in the States. Yeah, that he found his they people. They are all, yeah. you know, and again, I think watching his example... You know, that took him two, two and a half to three years. And mm-hmm. that's a long time, especially for, you know, when you're in those, yeah. like... I would even say even potentially even up to this past year. Maybe yeah, something clicked two, more this year, that's the, for sure. It's, it's definitely, he's honing in on his, his crew in a sense. Yeah, exactly. And, and again, you seeing that and where you think, oh, well, it should be easier for kids. I mean, he was nine when we moved here. That's not the most fun age to try and figure that stuff out. But it's example, again, of like, mm. it takes time finding common interest some and and also i mean this is horrible to say but sometimes you do start to kind of get to know somebody and you realize like actually this is actually Mm. maybe not a right fit like again (laughs) it sounds weird but sometimes that happens and that's okay like you can't force anything Mm -hmm. um and that's really key i think to be like sometimes you just don't click with other people and that's that's okay, you only have so much time and you only have so much bandwidth for building right. friendships. Exactly. And if that is the case, it's okay. It doesn't mean you're like being rude or things like that. Um, and sometimes they feel it too. And so it's not even, you don't have to force things and, and that kind of thing. Um, but often it is just so putting yourself out there, finding that common interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for us that has looked like, uh, you know, obviously an easy win is that we're parents. And so if our kids are playing, there's a common interest right there, um, that kind of stuff. Sometimes we've realized that, uh, especially at the school, like um, often we will just naturally and people will gravitate towards us and we gravitate towards them that are expats that are living here from a different country. It doesn't have to be the United States. Yep. It can be from all over the world, but there's something about mm-hmm. that they've had that experience right. and they know what it's like to leave their culture and live in this culture, mm-hmm. um, that there's an instant bond that's created um, yeah, that you can even just crack jokes about and stuff like that, that then that gets into deeper things and, and you start to build a friendship um, mm-hmm. of just that common thing of like, we've had this yep. experience too. Even if we're coming here. from different places, yep. Yep. doesn't matter. Yep. Um, you know, for us, like there's sometimes other communities that you're in 
that, you know, for us, like church has been one of those places Mm -hmm. um, that we're in that community. And so there's that common interest there. And then that has sparked different things, um, different friendships and stuff like that, too. Um, So, I mean, that's just two examples, but just think of, you know, it could be, you know, obviously we're business owners. I mean, that has been actually, we're business owners and creatives and stuff. And so we've been in that circle since we've moved here and Mm -hmm. that sparked some friendships. Um, So, yeah, I think it's just, again, thinking through what are the common interests. And sometimes, like, I know I have a friend here that um, sometimes the places you move, there are like, I mean, again, (laughs) keep going back to the school thing. It is kind of like school. There are like clubs you can join or Mm. groups or what I think, I can't remember the name of the um, app or website. Uh, I'll think of it, but um, there's a thing that you can Google common interests and then like within a city, they meet up and they do those things. Like they might be hiking or something like that. It's going to drive me crazy. I want to say it's meetups, but it might be something different. You guys will probably know what it is, but um, things like that, that you can find common interests and, um, do that i know we have a friend um in the states that like she has a dog and like she goes to dog parks and she has met tons of friends that way because there's a common interest of you having dogs in the dog park Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing so it just one of our friends here like i met her because she was swinging her child next to our daughter and then we started up a conversation Mm. and exchanged phone numbers and stuff like that um so don't ever discredit like that kind of stuff because it really can yeah be helpful in that. Um, and I think we have found, um, and this will look different for everybody. I often have thought our friends and our good friends need to be the same age as us around Mm. the same age as us, like a four or five year window. Right. And since we've moved here, well, it's not even since we moved here, this was going on in the States, but I think we were like, Oh, like we didn't think about it ever. Yeah, no. But then when uh-uh. we moved here, because we had the mindset of like, we need to have somebody in our same life stage, in our same season, in our same age range, things like that, we in some ways kind of probably didn't recognize what was happening around us. Um, and some of our friendships here, like some of our closest friends that we have, like, I don't even know how much younger they are. Definitely more than 10 years. I think probably, yes. yeah. <laughs> I think they're I haven't figured out the math yet. They're definitely more than ten years younger than us. Um and it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't like sometimes matter. I'll make we'll make a reference about a TV yeah. show or something and, and they're like, I'll let us show you. Like that happens, but yeah. it, it, other than that, it, But it's they, so and, cool because but now I feel like we're learning from each other in a really fun way. Where initially it, the probably the relationship started one way and now it's like a really deep, <clears> fun relationship that, you know, we look to each other for things if we need it or, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, the age, age doesn't really even matter anymore. So, and it's funny because I remember we had shared this with some of our good friends in the States. We were having a chat with them and we yeah, said, Oh, like best friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ways, so. Um, very close. They were one of the people standing there at the window. Um, yeah. and we were sharing that with them and they were like, you guys do realize we're 10 years older than you. And we were like, Oh Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We forgot that. Like when we became friends with them, we didn't have children. They had children. You know, as we started our family, their kids were like in high school, middle school. Like all the the, the life stage was very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, like we had just forgotten the fact that they were older than us because it 
it wasn't a thing anymore. Yeah. Um, and so I think, but when you go into a new place, sometimes you forget that. Mm-hmm. Well, and you, you think, and, and this you, is my, you know, this is what it's supposed to look like. Yeah, you assume that, okay, we're going to move to this new place and it's only natural that we, our best friends or our new friends that we would start to make are going to be in the same life stage. But that's not, it doesn't case. have to be doesn't that way. It doesn't have to be that way at all. No. So. And, and we do joke with like some of our friends who are younger that um, we often say things like, <laughs> we come with baggage. We have children. We, you know, there are things that are going to happen. Sometimes we'll schedule something and the kid gets sick and we can't, you know, leave. Like there was a hilarious meme thing that was going around for a while that was like, when you have friends that have kids like this is what comes with them um and it was like the fact that they'll cancel because their kids sick or like they can't leave their children alone because they die if they leave their kids alone like at a certain age and stuff i mean it made me laugh so hard that i sent it on to our friends that we don't have kids several of them and said sorry you know and then i also think um there's something great if you're a couple to have other friends that are couples but also don't discredit having single friends yeah um we had shared about this a little bit yeah we've shared about that before that was the case for us in the states and it's the case for us here and i think that was never for us anything that like held us back from friendships yeah definitely but like if you are a couple and you're moving to a new place i mean yes there's different like i mean there are some people that i'm i'm close with somebody and you're not necessarily but then there are other people Mm -hmm. that we're both close with Mm -hmm. and that we are friends with and that kind of thing so don't like discredit like if they're not married or you know that like that you can throw that yeah. away because I think it's so important to have yeah, single friends and stuff um, part of your life. So that's another thing of like just age, life stage, season of life. Don't like, put certain expectations in some ways on who's going to be your friends. No, because so. then you cap it really. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you don't, yeah, you don't realize those kind of things. Um, yeah, I think that's super important. And then you, yeah, you just have to be open and vulnerable and be willing to in some ways, like, well, not in some ways, in many ways, share your space. Um, well, when, when we, when you technically can, yeah, let's ignore in some it. Ways. Let's yeah. forget that in COVID times, there was a lot of times we could not share our space. It wasn't safe to do so, but in normal times, I'm sorry, not normal times and whatever we're calling the times. <laughs> well, I think, I think being open and, and vulnerable with people definitely, you know, and I think for some people, you know, having people, in your home like that is a natural fit and there might be some people that that's just not how they build relationships they might build their relationships in other ways for us our experience it's been super helpful to invite people into our home yeah you know and 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 that in some ways when we invite people into our home that kind of shows some boundaries go down for the people that enter into our home and that hopefully in that as we're building that relationship, it has created a vulnerability and an openness because we're inviting them into our space, our, space, our safe space. Um, and it, I'm not saying you have to do that. That's just what it's we helpful, do. It's helpful, though. I it is say. helpful. And when we're invited into think someone can... else's space, too, yeah. I feel like, oh, like I... I I understand them a bit differently. Yeah, I, I, I think I think way. if you are... Yeah, definitely. I think it... It, it is extremely helpful. And I think the the uh, hang up for a lot of people in doing that that and inviting people in is like, I don't have enough space. My yeah. house doesn't look how I want it to look. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I, 
I, I feel like no matter where you live, these things are the case. Like it, it's hard in London because our spaces are smaller. Sometimes it's hard to invite a family of five into your space and those kinds of things or um, all of that comes into mind. And like people just don't care. I think I get hang, hung up so much of like, I will point out the thing when people walk into our house of like, oh, I'm so sorry. We did get a chance to clean this thing or it's dusty. I haven't dusted in a couple of weeks or whatever it may be. And I actually shouldn't even have pointed that out because they were like, I they don't bet. notice yeah. that. <laughs> or your house is cleaner than mine or whatever it may be. Um, you know, a friend in the States, I remember at one point, she told me she would know that we had crossed the threshold of our friendship into a deeper friendship when she could come over and still see the dog hair because we had a golden retriever. So dog hair, lots of it if she could still see the dog on the floor and knew I hadn't swept before she came over. And I was like, Oh, mm. and then I remember having a moment with one of our really good friends that he had sat on the floor and was playing with um, our daughter Veda. And when he stood up, there was dog hair all over his trousers. And I was like, pants, I, uh, pants, pants, sorry, whatever, trousers, whatever, whatever translation we need to do there. Yeah. I mean, I remember saying, joking like i didn't know you were coming over i didn't sweep and he was like you knew i was coming over i was like i'm trying to joke here like i just don't care i'm sorry here's a rolly thing to get the dog hair off <laughs> um you know because it sometimes just gets to that point so um there is something that happens when you invite people into your space but also something that happens when you are more vulnerable with people it's the whole idea of like going first Sometimes yeah. when you share something you're struggling with or have struggled with and the other person is like, oh, me too, or something similar. Mm -hmm. um, often when I, you know, I had a conversation with another mom and I, I said something about they, they are from another place besides here. And I was making the conversation of like how uh, difficult I was finding things and stuff. And I just shared a story and she was like, oh my gosh. And then went into this whole thing as well of the story she was um, having too. And if I hadn't done that, like we wouldn't have even had that conversation, which actually ended up being really encouraging for me. And, and I hope mm. it was encouraging for her to like say, yeah, I see you. I feel that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but often sometimes we are like, oh, especially, I mean, I'm just going to say it from an American living in a culture in a UK culture that tends to be more like, um, you don't always let the vulnerability out as much. Yeah, there's definitely exceptions. There's exceptions. Sure. Of and course, there's always exceptions, yeah, but yeah. that tends to generally be a little bit like the Americans come in and they're the oversharers tends to be what our yeah. friends will joke with us about. Um, that keep calm, carry on thing is, is like real, legit. legit. It's like legit. it's keep calm, carry on. You don't need to share your troubles with others. Um, and so for a while I found myself falling into that. And then I realized, Oh, this isn't me. This isn't mm. actually who I am. And this is not helping me get deeper friendships. This is actually hindering them. Yeah. Um, of course there's different levels. You, d I mean, there is such a thing as oversharing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> for, for sure. sure. We've been on the other end of that mm -hmm. sometimes. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. One of our stop. sons might have some, yeah, our he son, might have a one, tendency. Yes. One of our well. sons does like, and we're like, oh honey, I think just like start from the beginning, maybe <laughs> not go all the way to the, yeah. like start there and start the conversation there. But, um, but I think, you know, I did I, we have both probably found ourselves in that. And then we thought, this isn't helping grow friendship mm -hmm. here. Like, I need well, to again, a little bit Well, again, it goes back to what we were saying with our oldest and just how he was trying to fit in. And, like, he was, you know, creating himself and being who he thought he should be. Um, but when he actually changed and just was, like, okay with who he was and just being himself, you know, that's when, like, that's when those relationships started to form. Yeah. Because they... 
those 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 new relationships that were forming like actually saw him for who he was where you know if we're going to be vulnerable and be us you know if we if we are by nature as americans more overshares then like there's nothing wrong with that like obviously be mindful of that but at the same time you if that's something that you do and that's who you are like you shouldn't you should not do yeah, that. You have to be yourself because yeah. you're not really going to be good friends then, with somebody if they're getting like a false facade. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, definitely the biggest yeah. thing. Yeah. And I, th- I think in that too, like, know that as friendships usually, when you think about like your close friendships that maybe you've had in the past or that you have now, you've usually either had to say some difficult things to one another at some point in that friendship, you've gone through hard things together that kind of stuff. And I think often sometimes when we hit those barriers with people, um, we think like, oh, well, this maybe this isn't worth it or this is too difficult and stuff like that. But like that's relationships. That's just real life. And that's actually usually what takes it to the next sta- stage, if you will. Yeah. It does sound like dating, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, but it is so true to have, you know, one of my good friends in the States, I remember at one point through a text and stuff, I hadn't heard back from her for a while and I texted her and I was like, oh, is everything okay and stuff? And she was like, I need you to know like that your last text, I don't think you meant it to be that way, but it was really hurtful. And I had to take a minute and like read back and I was like, oh, I see what she's saying. Like, and, that, and then we ended up having a conversation about it and all like, but it literally took our friendship to the next level, mm-hmm. her calling me out on something like that. Um, and you know, realizing like our personality differences and how direct I was in something and she didn't want it to be that direct. And, you know, all, I mean, that's just one example of things of, you know, we've had some friends go through lots of life things. And like, sometimes it means that like, we, we don't have the answer for them. We can't fix it for them, but it's just sitting there with them. Yeah, it's just being up. there. It's just showing, showing up. up. Um, it's, you know, there's often, there's almost the majority of the time there's something that friends go through and you can't fix it for them. You can't make it better, but you can make it when I say you can't make it better, you can make it better by the fact that they know that there's someone there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so for us that has looked of, of people have shown up at our door when they know we're going through something or, um, gosh, we had. We, our family, I'm going to knock on wood here. Our family like has, gets hit by the stomach flu sometimes and it knocks all of us out at the same time. And I remember a couple of times we've had the stomach flu of people being like, oh, I don't want to go anywhere near you because I don't want it, but I've dropped some soup off at your front door. Don't come out till I've left the driveway. <laughs> like, I mean, we had so, we've had so many things like that um, have happened. Mm-hmm that have taught us like it's sometimes is showing up sometimes showing up means you actually can't physically be with them too but um it's sometimes those i remember our first thanksgiving here i was feeling like oh i was just feeling really down and stuff and my friends uh, one of my friends sent this huge package of stuff from the states that was everything from like thanksgiving decorations to some thanksgiving food that could yeah. be shipped and stuff like that and it just i mean made me feel so special and like seen and everything like that. Her picking up on the fact that it was going to be really difficult to have our first Thanksgiving in a country that doesn't celebrate it, you know? Yeah. Um, so often it can be like simple things like that, that you can do for others or that as someone does for you, you're like, Oh, like this means, and it's so simple. Sometimes, sometimes we just overcomplicate it. I think that we think it has to be this grand thing and yeah. it, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, and that's how relationships build though. That's how, um, yeah, that's just, when I look at our friendships, 
that's how they built is through some of those yep. simple just showing gestures up taking that first up. step mm-hmm. exactly being open and authentic with people and it's hard you guys like we are five years into living here yeah and while I can look and see, like, and again, I think the other thing is too, sometimes you have um, rose colored glasses that you look back and you're like, oh, we had all, all of our friendships were deep and stuff yeah. like that. And then when you really think about it, you're like, actually, you can only go deep with so many people. Exactly. And then you also yeah, have yeah. good friends that maybe aren't as deep and, and that's not to discredit them, but you can only have like really good deep relationships with so many people and maintain them mm-hmm. um, because it takes spending time with them and things like that. Yeah. Um, that often sometimes we have to put ourselves in check and be like, oh, yeah, we don't need like 45 people here, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that kind of stuff and really celebrating the ones that um, are in front of us and that we get to dive into deeper friendships with. And we're still in that, like I said, we're still in that process five years later. We're yeah, still I mean, yeah. building friendships. We're still, you know, realizing, oh, my gosh, we have known some of these people for five years and like, they're, I really like them. They're really cool. We should spend more time mm-hmm. with them. Um, and that is still, I mean, when you move to a new place, it just takes time to figure that out. Yeah. And you're adjusting to a new place too. And so sometimes your bandwidth for friendships is different at different times too. Right. Um, yeah. Cause you're just trying to manage the transition in a lot of ways. So. Exactly. Yeah. So I hope this is encouraging and not discouraging. <laughs> if you yeah. are in a new place or have moved to a new place or are about ready to, and you're maybe thinking through like how hard it's going to be to like mm. leave people. And, um, yeah, I mean, goodness, I, we left some friendships in the place that we were living before that I had had for, oh my gosh, I'm really going to age myself thinking through this, like for a couple decades, plus years, yeah, a couple decades. Um, and I remember, you know, they all, that group of friends threw me like through us, like a going away party and stuff. And I just remember they did this like thing where they toasted us and stuff like that. I remember just crying and thinking like, how am I ever? And like, again, I'm never going to replace that because they're still very much in my life. And that is, mm. I mean, when you have that many years of friendship with people, like, yeah, that not does away. not go away. It's not, it's not changing. Um, and so it's just something to like, remember of like celebrate and still honor all those friends that you have, but it's important to make friendships in the space that you're living too, mm-hmm. because that's important as well. So, um, just take it one step at a time. You may have to go first. Um, yep. and that's, you know, that's part of it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But it can, you can create friendships and, um, yeah, it's just, it's so good to have friendships where you're living as well. So yeah, just being in a relationship and just how that can, yeah, change the trajectory of just where you're at in many different ways and just being able to have a place or, um, a group of people or a couple of people or one person that you just really can feel like you're being, you're seen by that person is just, it goes a long way. We need so, each other. That sounds so yeah, cheesy, but we just, we need one another because yeah. we go, all go through stuff and we need one another um, just to be there yeah, often. Definitely. So yes, we'd love to hear your feedback on anything you have found helpful if you've ever moved yeah, before definitely. in building friendships. Because like I said, we're, there's we're, no done date on any of this yeah, uh, yeah. kind of thing. It's always a process. And so we'd love to hear your feedback. Send us a direct message on Instagram um, at Laurent Collective and we'd love to hear your thoughts on this as well um and we can share some of those with um with everybody um Mm -hmm. as well and just encouragement for one another as we dive into creating new friendships and new places thanks for joining us on today's episode of the laurent collective podcast 
you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week.